So what's the difference between feeling an emotion and actually living the, uh, living the experience in that moment All right. in the material reality? The material reality is the only difference, right? The emotion is there. So that's how we can manifest our, our thoughts and our dreams. And hopefully not just about ourselves, right? We have our own personal desires, but um, once we've achieved those personal desires, like what's next, right? A lot of people, when they get to 60 years old, they're, they've achieved everything that they ever wanted. And now they start asking the deeper questions about welcome back guys to intro max and today i'm very happy because today we are going to talk about spirituality about like uh, a very amazing things about meditation and how a beginner can start spirituality how a beginner can start their meditation journey and they can they can be peaceful they can be calm and all those things so this podcast will be the amazing podcast you have ever seen because today we're gonna discuss about lots of things regarding like spirituality so today you are you are going to learn lots of things so make sure to have your paper and pen because you are going to learn lots of things today because we have eddie with us so eddie how are you <laughs> i'm doing good how about you shaitan how's everything yeah i'm also doing very great and welcome welcome to our show yes <laughs> that's a nice shirt yeah amazing to uh eddie like for like people know uh, like today we are going to discuss about spirituality today we are going to discuss about like your music career and all those things but people want to know that how you started your journey and how you like came, like what, what what you do you do and right now what are the things that you are doing so first of all introduce yourself then we will talk about your journey okay Sure. So I'm Eddie. Um, I grew up in the south of France. Um, I have family from Eastern Europe, Bosnia, Serbia, Montenegro. Um, moved to the U.S. about 20 years ago to New York specifically and uh, just been building my life here. I went to uh, high school, middle school, university, all in New York and, uh, you know, just kind of uh, tried different creative things throughout that process. Amazing, amazing. And uh, like, as you have told us that, uh, like, uh, you are into music industry, you came to music industry. So like, as your journey was going, you are like doing your schooling, your colleges, how you came to this field? Like, how do you came to in music industry? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so when I moved to the US, uh, I remember my dad buying me uh, the, the newest iPod. And that was the first kind of uh, um, taste that I had uh, of music specifically with myself um, and the first song that was uh, on there was like 50 Cent uh, a Candy Shop or something. It was a really old song so I was really into hip-hop back in the day and uh, I think around 2011-2012 you know I would go back to France every summer uh, just you know went to an electronic music party and um, and uh, my world was kind of awakened to uh, electronic music and that started to burn a little fire inside of me of wanting to explore that a little bit further so um i remember what i was like maybe 17 or 18 i asked for, i asked my parents for a little dj set for my birthday and they bought it and i just started playing around with it and uh, i really started enjoying it um and yeah i just started playing and my best friend was also starting to play dj and and mixing and so 
um, it was just really an exploration into like music and uh, DJing and things like that. So now it's been 10 years, I'm 27. Um, and there's been a lot of things around the path that have been super fun, uh, playing for different shows, uh, playing for different parties. Um, I've gotten to play for a lot of like, different gatherings, which has been really fun and always just like bringing people together with the music has been just the thing that keeps it going. So like mainly you are into DJ or like what do you mean by electronics? Like electronic DJ, like like it different, yeah. like electronic and DJ are different? So electronic music covers a wide variety of different genres. So we have like techno, house, deep house, um, you know, anything that really has electronic sound in it. Yeah. Um, you know, DJs and musicians are utilizing these like you know, synths and um, synth basses and different instruments in order to make these really strong sounds to come out. Um, and so electronic music um, is just a, a wide variety of the same kind of music, but differently expressed in a different way. Sometimes it might have a steady beat, sometimes it might not. I'm more into like the deep house and uh, techno and melodic music, so ambient music. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Um, so that's a little bit of differentiation of the music. Mm, amazing, amazing, amazing. So guys, let me tell you that today the person who is with us are like amazing. He's he's into painting, he's into music, he's into like DJ, he's into like spirituality. Apart from that, he's also doing his like job and business thing. So like amazing person doing lots of things, very creative person. So I want to know that how Eddie, Eddie was a person who was studying, who was doing hard work, then he came to a music industry. Then what comes inside and you started, uh, you are being too spiritual, you you are practicing lots of things, you are practicing spirituality. So how you came to this field? Like it's, it's different, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is always like the thought that like you when you know when you're ready to go on the spiritual path the spiritual path kind of finds you and um, i would say that that's kind of what happened um so i was working for this company and i, I my background is in sales and um i joined this entrepreneurship group and it was uh with this positive psychologist and um we had like maybe 20 guys in the same uh, container and we would have like an accountability buddy and he would help us do various things like making a weekly organizer or a daily action plan uh you know talking to us about how we can actually succeed on our goal and and just like visualizing we we're doing visualization techniques and things like that uh and then at one point he introduced us to um meditation and you know he was you know kind of selling it like oh this is really great you're gonna you know calm yourself uh, you're gonna calm the mind you're gonna relax do all these things so I just tried it. He was like, you know, do it for 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes at night. And I did that for about two months. And um, and then I had like a very spiritual uh, dream, I guess you could say, a spiritual out-of-body experience. Um, I was like in this opera and uh, it was very strange because I was like the one walking on the red carpet and there was all these people in the audience and they were all little and I couldn't see their faces and they were all looking at me. And I just kept on walking on this red carpet and I got to this podium where there was like this weird, you know, I guess you could call it deity or whatever, like was 
you know, human being that was like sitting in a lotus position, just like, you know, our, our legs crossed, mm-hmm. had like six arms and had like kind of like a, a weird like animal face. And um, it asked me what my, uh, what the key to the universe was. And I said my soul and I kind of had like a, the opera, the, the ceiling was kind of like a vortex. And I just went through that vortex and, uh, and then I, w- I woke up that morning crying of joy, actually. Uh, and I meditated for two hours that morning. I'll never forget it. And at the time I was seeing this girl and I texted her like this experience and she was like, you're completely crazy. What are you talking about? Uh, so that was the beginning of that experience. And then things just started to kind of come together. I was questioning things a lot. Um, I was asking a lot of deep questions about myself. And, uh, you know, I was having very, uh, big experiences in my life that were triggering me and um, throughout that process I became just very interested in in Buddhism, Hinduism, uh, you know, reading the scriptures of the Buddha and that took me on a trip to Nepal and Bali and traveled a bit there. I did a Vipassana meditation and yeah, I just I just couldn't get away from this feeling how, how good it felt to be quiet and to be uh, friends with silence and that was for me a very big um, shift in my life and today uh, I still keep up the practice you know and it's it's getting even deeper I just came back from a 10-day trip where spirituality and prayer and alchemy was kind of the focus of that Um, so you know whenever I don't meditate for a little while I can feel it um, calling me back you know and what calls me back I would say it's probably the silence um, because we're always looking to externalize and express what we feel inside of us and sometimes our emotions can be all over the place um, especially when you live in a big city I live in New York um, so it needs to be enough time to spend inside to perceive ourselves to just fall away and just forget about your name forget about your body forget about your mind and just like you just give yourself to the world you know just be very uh, sur- surrendered to this flow to this state of mind and um, or state of being rather so that that's that's a little bit i guess about the journey and where i started so like yeah you have done a 10 days trip right now so how was the trip like now now how do you feel like what's what's the difference before 10 days and now after 10 days have you feel something different oh. yes um you know generally you think about oh i'm gonna go on these spiritual retreats and i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna be even more uh, connected and uh, I think yes in many ways you are more connected uh, but sometimes growth can take many shapes and forms and um, you know if there's a lot of noise in your life uh, the things that you um, maybe have not transformed about yourself or the things that I would call noise on the lower level cannot express themselves or you can't hear them right and they can't come to the surface but if you quiet yourself enough, a lot of things come to the first surface. So that's how I would describe my, my 10 days trip. There was a lot of uh, exploration into consciousness and to just being, you know, sitting around the fire. And, um, you know, I had the beautiful experience of sitting with, uh, with uh, different plants. I went on a plant journey, uh, but not how most people would think where they, they ingest the medicine. It's, it was more, um, I got together with um, this apothecary out in Vancouver called House of Origins Apothecary. Uh, these two girls, uh, women, super wonderful, uh, Maz and Lux, 
um, I've been following them for quite a while. And so we did meditations with plants and we, um, you know, imagined um, the awareness or the, the energy field of the plant merging with our own aura. And in doing so, you merge the field together and you're able to communicate with the plant through heart-centered awareness. Now, for most people who are like thinking like, oh, well, you know, we're always in the mind, like how can you communicate with a plant? Plants don't talk, but um, plants communicate through a different mode of communication, through heart-centered awareness. And uh, they can tell us a lot of different things. They can teach us about, for example, the medicine that they provide, uh, the lessons that they have, and oftentimes where they like to grow, uh, how they look, um, the color of their shape, if they're tall or they grow in the ground or different things like that can actually indicate um, the part of the body that it kind of heals. So I did that for 10 days, or excuse me, um, that was for about maybe five or six days, uh, just sitting around the fire and we made different medicines. And then I went to LA um, and I uh, had prepared this trip to go and see Sadhguru, who's a so. Sadhguru, wonderful, uh, wonderful human being. Um, he um, he owns. He's the founder of the Isha Foundation right. organization that, that is uh, really at the cutting edge of of helping people achieve higher states of consciousness and um, you know disassociating also a little bit with our body and our mind, realizing that we are not this flesh and we're not this mind. So I went to go see Sadhguru and did the energy engineering completion. Um, and that was a, a really beautiful experience. So coming back after these 10 days, um, do I feel more calm? I think sometimes people can underestimate and think or overestimate and think, yeah, well, meditation is supposed to calm you. It's supposed to do this and do that and do this. And meditation is not actually something that you do. Um, it's not, it doesn't have a benefit, I would say. It's just something that you are. You are either meditative or you're not meditative. And when you're meditative, you're focused, right? Uh, you're present, you're mindful. Um, and so coming back from these 10 days, I have a lot to integrate. Um, and uh, my practice has gotten deeper. And um, there's a lot of other opportunities um, that are presented in front of me to take action. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of slowly integrating that process. And it was just beautiful, full of miracles. I mean, um, it's incredible how in the present moment, when we just um, allow ourselves to just accept what is, right? Maybe we don't like how we feel, or maybe we don't like the situation in our life, or maybe we're in a tough financial situation. I've been in that situation before, and that put a lot of stress on me. But in accepting that, even that non-acceptance of like the situation, there sort of comes a, uh, a different state that comes into you. And uh, you're open. You're open to see clearly what the possibilities are around you. Um, and so, so that's what I would describe the last 10 days really taught me is that we are here now and that this moment is perfect. And from this moment, we can create unlimited possibilities of expression. And the only way to do that is to abandon ourselves. Mm. And when I say abandon ourselves, abandon the concept of Eddie or abandon the concept of my body, right? Sometimes that's a little hard, but how we can abandon is just to be fully present and to use our power of attention to, to, to um, channel it super strongly into the present moment. Whatever you're doing, if you're typing on the computer, if you're writing, if you're DJing, really easy to get connected in the flow state, right? Everybody talks about the flow state. 
So be uh, be really in tune with what you're doing in the present moment, whatever it is that you're doing. Right, right, hundred percent. How do you how do you came to know about Sadhguru? Um, I don't recall the moments where I uh, came upon Sadhguru. I think it was maybe a couple of years ago. I watched the video of him. Um, and you know, you have an internal compass inside of you that um, you know when people say something true, or you you can resonate with that. And uh, I would just listen to Sadhguru, and and I would resonate a lot with what he said because it wasn't like a mentality of it was kind of like the Buddha, right? Like, don't believe me, go experience it for yourself. But this is where the door of perception opens, and where you can get deeper into your different dimensions. So um, that's how I discovered Sadhguru and. Um, what was it? It was in December last year. Um, I wasn't in the full acceptance of the, the present moment. Um, there was things that I was trying to change about my environment, myself. Um, and I found the Shambhavi Mahamudra, which is a Kriya that um, Sadhguru has uh, transmission to the world. Uh, it's an ancient yogic practice that was passed on by the first yogi, Adi Yogi. And uh, it's an ancient, ancient yogic technique that can actually uh, alter the state of the body, of the mind, and can activate the chitta, which is our, um, our pineal gland and our agna um, chakra. So I, I saw this Shambhavi Mudra and I was um, called to, to do the meditation and I did it for about six months. And, um, and then I did the inner engineering and that's how I ended up in LA to go visit Sadhguru. Amazing, amazing. Such an inspiring thing. Like, yeah. wow. So now you are like such a great, uh, like you know uh, yourself as you told us that uh, in a busy uh, city, in a busy state, like it's very difficult to, like uh, people don't think about themselves. They are just here and there and all the rush and all the things are going on in their life. So how's your life going on in like New York? So like what, what what's uh, uh, like how is you new york tell us something about new york and how is your life going on there and uh, yeah tell us about that yeah new york is great i mean it's such a melting pot of different energies you have tons of different people from all backgrounds you can go to a party and be with like 20 different nationalities so there's a lot of uh, diversity of groups of people which is really great um can create a lot of conversation and um, experience and just being in the energy field of other people that have been in different countries that have experienced different uh, things is, is just so enriching. So New York is, a, is lovely in that perspective. Uh, it's also a city where there's a lot of opportunity uh, if you want to expand your career, if you want to expand also your spirituality. Uh, you know, it's actually a very small community in, in Brooklyn. I live in Brooklyn. Um, you know, there's always something to do whether you want to go and uh, have like a sing-along where you're like singing in a group of people and just expressing, you know, whatever comes to your to your to your voice um, using our instrument of the voice. Um, if you want to do meditation, qigong, there's so many different things that are available here. Uh, it's great. Um, I just moved into a new place uh, about three four months ago. Um, yeah. so this has been kind of like a dream place that I wanted to have for a little while, and um, you know. Thanks to also the meditation practice, this has allowed me to manifest this um, and to focus on myself. Um, so do you believe in manifestation? Yeah, manifestation is is a is a natural part of the human being. I mean, you know, when I was earlier on in my in my spiritual path, um, 
I was always looking at the sky, right? <laughs> and the sky is so beautiful and, oh, wow, and God is up there and we can ascend and reach these different dimensions. And it was very like spirituality woo-woo. If you've ever had a spiritual conversation with a person that is more practical and logical, um, you know, you could definitely feel a resistance there. But after some time, after also listening to Sadhguru, listening to various other teachers and just experiencing different states of being in myself, just realizing that we ourselves are like a computer. Um, you know, our, we have a, a hardware, which is our brain and our body. It's an instrument. It's the most sophisticated instrument on the planet. Sadhguru always says this, I love it. And we have the software inside and it's about what you're feeding it. And manifestation um, happens as a, as, a, as a result of thinking certain thoughts and feeling certain emotions. So if you can take a thought, oh, um, I really dream of a farm where all people come together in a community where we grow food and all this stuff. So you have that thought in your mind. And just when you have that thought, the original thought comes to your mind, you feel a sensation of what it would feel like to be there, right? So I'm dreaming of this farm and the community and food and animals, right? You dreaming of this in your mind you have the thought and the emotion the pleasure you can call it the desire the love the happiness of being there is already in your body it's already here and now that's why we say there's no future or past because it's a sequence of all these now moments so you take this thought you couple it with this emotion suddenly with this software and this hardware this computer this instrument you are broadcasting a very big message into the universe it's almost like a satellite right it broadcasts a message or radio signal uh, through our aura through our energy and the universe starts to you know it gives you whatever you want yeah. so if you're if negative you, it will give you negativity like you should be always positive yes but being always positive is like also unrealistic sometimes right because we are human and we make mistakes and we feel certain ways sometimes and um you know you you have to feel everything but do you have to associate with all these feelings no even the good stuff okay i really i'm dreaming of this farm i feel the emotion of there but then i'm not like oh when am i going to get the farm when am i going to get the farm when am i going to get the farm you just leave it be because if you create that resistance you're you're acting like oh i don't have it already but you already felt it in the emotion. So what's the difference between feeling an emotion and actually living the, uh, living the experience in that moment All right. in the material reality? The material reality is the only difference, right? The emotion is there. So that's how we can manifest our, our thoughts and our dreams. And hopefully not just about ourselves, right? We have our own personal desires, but um, once we've achieved those personal desires, like what's next, right? A lot of people, when they get to 60 years old, they're, they've achieved everything that they ever wanted. And now they start asking the deeper questions about spirituality and what is my life. And they feel called to doing philanthropy or to help out other people that are less fortunate. And ultimately, I think this is the beauty of the human being is that um, once we've achieved our own personal desires, we can look towards our collective healing and collective desire. 100%, 100%, like amazing. So 
as we have told lots of things about spirituality spirituality there are lots of people who are not able to understand the term spirituality so can you just tell us that according to you what do you think let what exactly spirituality is like what do you mean by this word right um it's a bit hard to describe because i find that um uh, according you, to you that's the reason i yeah. have because it's a very broad thing right yeah i mean it's a hard the reason it's hard to describe is because the moment that you um start to intellectualize um your experience uh let's say you have a very profound experience you saw shiva or you saw god um this intellectualization the mind has a tendency to grasp and to want to attach itself to bind itself right to certain um experiences and then you make a conclusion about it and then you just get disconnected so i heard this quote um someone said it i can't remember who it was but i said we're not um we're not ha- we're not human beings having a spiritual experience we're spiritual beings having a human experience <laughs> i thought yeah well that's that's really interesting um because it 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 suggests that before this flesh before this this name and this everything that i am right now there was something because there is something so for someone who doesn't really know what spirituality is i i feel a bit like like i can't tell you what it is i know you want the answer you're going to be listening to this podcast you're going to want an answer but the truth is is that if you just close your eyes and just go inside you'll feel a certain life energy right and today the science has caught up to spirituality in that it's pretty much proven that everything is energy and that we are light beings in our body in our cells we have trillions of cells and each one of those cells has light in it so we are kind of like the sun so you know we look at the sun but we are the sun inside we have this electrical energy and um and so i would say that that is what spirituality is it's not like you know um all these other things that maybe the spiritual community went through or a spiritual bypassing we always call that which is like when uh you're like oh everything is love and light and we are one and let me pull out my crystals and let me do some voodoo stuff and like that exists that's a part of spirituality right it's you're engaging with the material world and the spiritual world but uh fundamentally it's i don't know how to express it it's just like you can this feel this like the spirituality yeah. is something that you can feel uh, rather than understanding it and making it complicated like yeah. able to feel this like this is amazing so like what do you think there are lots of things uh, like apart from spirituality it is like uh, like what what do you think about numerology astrology do you believe in that like like what yeah. do you have any connection with that yes um so i'm actually an astrologer um something i didn't tell you yeah but, you are an astrologer yeah you have yeah. done the studies and stuff yeah yeah oh amazing yeah i love astrology um because if we take the prerequisite that everything is energy that means that the planets themselves are energetic beings right so the first thing we need to accept or understand is we everything is energy cool right. we got that we learned that in science class second thing is a little bit different it's not up here 
it's in the heart is realizing that earth is a living being mm. we call her mother nature pachamama right uh or you know shakti whatever you want to call it right the earth is alive it's a living being and and it's emitting a certain frequency and so every planet is emitting a certain frequency and if you look at the light spectrum this is the light spectrum we only can see about this much on the light spectrum mm. only about like one percent or something so the rest of that light spectrum is invisible to us so when we say oh this is my reality i see my reality oh i hate my job i hate this i hate that but you your eyes are open you're seeing one percent of the light spectrum 99 is invisible to you so how can we say we know reality if we cannot see the 99 we have to close our eyes and go in Right. So we look at the planets, they are emitting these frequencies and they're touching us on Earth throughout this 99%. Also on the 1% of what we see, we can see Saturn, the rings, all these different things. But we are experiencing the planets in a, in a spiritual way inside our body, right? And so when we're looking at astrology, I wouldn't say that astrology is very focused on prediction, although that's possible. Um, but astrology originally, when it was, uh, you know, expressed in its first uh, ways, uh, it came from a very, very long time ago in the desire of wanting to understand what is our, our, our universe. Um, but m later afterwards, it was used as a tool for healing. Okay. So it was used yeah. as a tool for personal development. And specifically, there's a branch of astrology called medical astrology, where each Uh, sign each house and um, relates to the body parts okay. so when we think about Mars Mars is a planet that has a very hot intense energy it's you know uh, planets of the warrior of aggression of you know things like that it's related to the element of fire right so this is where we get a little bit further into the medical astrology is like how does Mars is being shaped with the sign that it's in and how is it affecting our body and how can I learn about myself through astrology so that I can understand what my karma is how I can transform it and understand what it what is happening in my being right yeah and these days I look at astrology and I'm like it's so fascinating you can never stop learning about astrology but these days I'm I'm, I'm figuring out ways that I can experience my astrology instead of intellectualizing So I would be like, oh, my Mars is in Aquarius or my sun is in Aquarius, right? And I'm like this and I'm like that and my body <laughs> is this and I'm very electric and all that stuff. But how can I experience the sun in Aquarius? Close my eyes. Well, I can feel the energy, energetic thing around me. So, you know, that's where I'm being called with us. Uh, and numerology too. I mean, you know, there's like nine like numbers. Numbers, yeah. Those numbers. You know, they they were here before us. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So, like, it's amazing, and this session was amazing. Like, we have talked about lots of things, but the thing is, the viewers who are watching these videos, basically, they are new to this. So, like, what do you think? Like, how they can start their spirituality journey? How they can start uh, doing meditation? Because the big problem that people face is they are not able to concentrate in uh, while doing meditation. As you told us that you have done 
टू आवर्स ऑफ मेडिटेशन बट नॉर्मल पर्सन कैन नॉट डू इवन फिफ्टीन मिनट्स और हाफ एन आवर्स ऑफ मेडिटेशन बिकॉज एज अ वर्ल्ड ऑफ सोशल मीडिया इन्फ्लुएंसर्स एंड ऑल दोज थिंग्स द अटेंशन स्पैम ऑफ पीपल आर वेरी लो लाइक दे वॉन्ट एंटरटेनमेंट द रेगुलर डोपामीन इज रिलीजिंग इन देयर हेड सो द थिंग इज दे आर नॉट एबल टू कंसनट्रेट so what do you think how a normal person how a common person can start doing meditation yeah great question um you know i always say the if you've never meditated before um you you don't have a bias towards it because you never experienced it i i say this to my friends who uh they never meditate um but every person um has been in a meditative state every single person on this planet knows what it feels like to be in a meditative state a lot a lot of people choose to use substances externally outside of them to put them into a meditative state you know and you can put yourself in a meditative state for any with anything you know um working uh being mindful eating food smoking weed or anything like that but if you want to get into meditation i would just say give yourself the opportunity there's 24 hours in a day give yourself the opportunity for 5 minutes 5 minutes per day every day stay consistent it doesn't matter how uh if uh, that you do it long it just matters that you do it every day for 5 minutes out of that 24 hours instead of being out into <laughs> the world you're in yeah and instead of being eddy I'm the DJ, I'm this, I am that, you know, all these stories that you have about yourself which are beautiful. We want to create our world. For 5 minutes a day, you just sit and you forget. You consciously decide, I'm not Eddie, I'm not this body, I'm not this mind. And I just sit. And okay, my uh when you're starting out, your your thoughts is going to be crazy. right you probably going to realize how much of a psycho you are <laughs> you know if you sit down for 5 minutes your mind's going to go crazy uh but in that process it's just like watching cars you know just watch them let them be okay this good thought here this memory because your mind is always want to be busy so you just disassociate with your mind let it get the weeds out let it get all of its energy out okay all the good thoughts all the bad thoughts don't associate with them even the emotions that the thoughts are creating you just see them just watch them and just let them pass by and then after a while maybe not in 5 minutes because sometimes it takes about 5 10 minutes to get into a meditative state yeah um, but eventually you'll have a clarity and you'll feel a very inner peace right and even that inner peace can also be an illusion in itself so just watching everything being the observer right it's like if you get up to one morning and you say today i'm going to do it like this everything i do there's going to be the doing and there's going to be the observer watching me doing imagine if you were being watched all the time i think right. most people don't think about that but if they thought oh god is watching me if they believe in god um then they would maybe watch a little bit more of their thoughts and their emotions and realize okay this is not me maybe i have cultivated a certain thought for a long time that now it's automatic and so that's what the mind is it's a series of impressions right like i have an impression on you right now shit son i have an impression on my life on love 
on everything. And I'm, it's like a feedback loop. I'm consistently uh, recreating the same scenarios in my life to make me successful or right. to help me learn a lesson, whatever it is. Like you said, that when you, uh, when you try to put something out into the universe, it gives you what you want. You want to be a victim, it gives it to you. So in that meditation, just say, Namaste, I am no one, I'm just here. I'm being, right now is all I have. Yeah. Tonight, I could go to sleep, not wake up in the morning. So I just stay for five minutes like this. Mm. And that's it. Amazing, amazing. So like, so humble and so like pretty answer. Like it is so good. Like don't, it's too easy. Like you, you haven't done all the things too complicated. It's too easy to understand your languages. And the thing is that uh, guys, it's very easy. Just stay for five minutes for next 21 days because 21 days uh, creates a habit. So just take five minutes of your day, take a deep breath and just concentrate. That's it. If you are doing this for the next 21 days, definitely you will get the results. As Eddie has told us uh, in this podcast, and then you can just uh, go to the comment section and you can just drop a comment there that uh, how was the experience? Do you love it? And what was the experience that you have faced? So make sure to like this video, make sure to subscribe this channel and do this 21 day ritual and then you can just comment down below. So Addy, like uh, if somebody wants to connect with you, so I will share your LinkedIn profile and Instagram in the uh, like description section, right? So I can share your LinkedIn, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. LinkedIn, Instagram, SoundCloud, if you want. I put a lot of mixes on there. Um, you know, if you want to contact and talk about it. Sometimes I offer also a little bit of meditation or astrology reading. If uh, you're wanting to get a little bit more insight into like, you know, what is my patterns? What are my life? What are different things? Um, at the end of the day, whatever uh, you don't accept, just accept it and then it will go. And then you <laughs> come into this beautiful state of miracle. Full right. possibility to be present. So yeah, miracle seriously yeah. happens. Like people think it don't happen, but it happens. So yes, and another thing that I just wanted to say is because it's on my mind. Yeah, um, is that this past year I learned a lot about gratitude. Yeah. And before I would say I am grateful. I'm grateful for life. I'm grateful for things. But taking a deep breath and embodying the gratitude and saying, you know what? Ah, thank you for life. Thank you for all of this. It's so beautiful. I have a roof over my head. I, I woke up this morning. My life is perfect. Uh, my family is alive. All these different things. Alhamdulillah. Thank you. Right. And just embodying it. Because when you put it into your body, you feel it. And you're going to get goosebumps. So 100%. after that meditation, 100%. saying uh, thank you. Just whatever it is that you're thankful for. Just say it and feel it in your body. This will Wake do up early so. in the morning and say thank you. Exactly. Wake up. The first thing you say, thank you, thank you. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> thank amazing. you to you, Shatan. Thank you thank to, you all to you for being in this podcast. Like it was an amazing <laughs> session. So, guys, if you want a part two, write down in the comment section. Thank you, Eddie, for being a guest in our show. It was amazing, and uh, thank Thanks you so much for your time. Show. Yeah. Thank you, Shetan. So guys, make sure to subscribe this because if you want videos like this, make sure to subscribe and share it with your friends. Thank you.